Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin McGuigan for AFL TV. Proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined today by Carl Frampton. Carl, big 40th birthday this week. I was probably the only McGuigan to wish you happy birthday, was it? I'd say so. Um, yeah, not 40. 36. Feel 40. Maybe a bit older than 40, actually. But um, 36. I got very excited by a new coffee machine I got, so I'm right in the middle of the fucking, like, I feel like a middle-aged pleb now, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. And you've got a new baby, Mila. You must you yeah. must have your hands full at the moment. Yeah, no, it's 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 good. I mean, she's the best wee gift gone. Like, I mean, she's just brought, like, a lot of happiness in everyone's life. She's a great kid, and... um. Only about three and three and a half weeks old now, so brand new, but she's she's a good kid. It's funny you mentioned the uh, you said about a coffee machine and a midlife crisis, and that was something that later on in the interview I was actually going to touch on with you. But I'll do it now because I think it's it's good. I was speaking to Sugar Ray Leonard two weeks ago. I done an interview with him, and he talked about how it was so hard for him to leave boxing, and he kept coming back, and he probably done it too much. To his own detriment at the end when he had the two back-to-back losses to almost end his career. Mm. I'm looking at the likes of Kel Brook at the moment, who's really struggling mentally and obviously finding it hard being outside of the ring. How are you coping being outside of the ring? Is is there days that are tough? No, not for me. Um, I, th- I thought you were just trying to name drop Sugar Ray Leonard there. But no. <laughs> no, it's, it was a genuine question. Um, genuine question. No, I'm... Uh, I, no, I, and I suppose, you know, People are different, and individuals are different, and they and they have different personalities. And I was, I was kind of looking out of it, to be honest. Like I wanted to get out of the sport at a point. And and even if you look back at my my um, interviews when I was in the mid twenties, I'd have always said like thirty is about the age I want to retire. So it went on a bit longer than I probably even wanted to. Um, but I just kept. You know, I was always fighting for legacy and my family and, and, and you know, family security and everything like that. But 
I feel like I've done I've done reasonably well. I'm very very happy with what I've done in my career. I have a sense of even probably overachieved, so maybe that's why it's not it's not like a big deal for me to to pack it in. I know I'm not I'm not as good as I used to be anymore. Far from it. Um, I just try to think about it rationally. Like I want to I I wouldn't want to be hanging around and and just getting beat up by guys who who wouldn't have lived with me a few years previous so i i'm, I'm okay i'm dead on was, was there never a point though since you left that you watching a build up or watching a fight that you got a teen up was going do you know what i'd love one more go there, there was one part uh, uh one moment and that was when kiko martinez knocked out kick galahad and i went i actually went i would only i hadn't been a retired a year i don't think when that happened i went for a run the next day and that just put it out of my head again because my knee was sore. I had, had problems with my knee kind of towards the end of my career. My groin was sore. And I just thought I could think of nothing worse than a training camp for a fucking fight. You know what I mean? So, nah, that was that was literally for about 12 hours I thought about it and that was it. <laughs> moving, moving on to the boxing at the moment, obviously your job is upon the you watch fights constantly, I'd imagine, not just BT fights, but all fights. Wood Lara at the weekend. What did you make of that, first of all? A very good fight. Um, I think that Ben Davison's been getting a bit of criticism, but I, I, I said at the time, and I, and I still think that it was the right call. I think that, you know, it was in a few seconds, 10 seconds or so left in, in the round, and he was he was well ahead in the fight. Um, Wood was, but, I mean... I think he was really unsteady and Lara's so heavy handed. Like, I mean, he was a punch away from getting his head knocked in the row five. You know what I mean? That's this guy's so, so dangerous. And I think what Ben Davison actually done was save him for another day. You know, he didn't get cleaned out completely. He was well ahead in the fight. And the rematch is still appealing to people because of that, rather than him getting, you know, put to sleep. Um, which may or may not have happened, but I I think I think it was the right it was the right call, and and I've got a bit more I've I've tamed down a bit like my view over a number of years really over the last few years about about that like I imagine if you asked me that question six or seven years ago I'd have said let him stay in, um, and as a fighter you want to stay in, but I think it's important to have a, a compassionate coach as well at times, and 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 Ben made the right call for me. Well, going into that that weekend before, obviously the event itself, did you fancy Lee Wood's chances against Murtular? I didn't really know. Um, I I was unsure. Um, I, I think I probably just fancied Lara just because I was punching par. He's he's such a dangerous puncher, and it, even watching the fight, like although Lee Wood was controlling it, it was almost like you were just waiting on that to happen. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's 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 dangerous. He gives everyone problems and nightmares because he's always in a fight he could be boxing ahead of him. He, he give, I give him one round up until the, the point that he knocked Lee Wood out um, he could be you know you've been the last 30 seconds of the fight a 12 round fight and this guy still got a chance he's, he's very very dangerous there's a bit of a triangle there Lee Wood Josh Warrington Richie O'Lara then you've got to throw the Michael Conlon Lopez into the mix even because it looks to be next. Would you like to see Lee Wood fight Lara again, or do you think his options lie elsewhere? Um, 
I don't know really. It's not for me to decide. I think that um probably, but I think it wouldn't it wouldn't do him a word. I don't think it would do him any harm to maybe take a bit of time out, maybe let Warrington Laura fight in the meantime, as long as he's guaranteed a shot at the winner, get a win under his belt, a bit of confidence back, and then fight the winner of that fight. I think that that might be a sensible way to do it, but that's that's nothing to do with me really, and, and I'm sure his team have have their own ideas. In terms of the WBC news that came out yesterday on Conor Ben, what what's your thoughts on that? Because it seems to be absolutely crazy that it's now went down to taking eggs. What what do you think of the whole situation? It just seems a, a bit a bit mad, doesn't it? I you know I, I don't really want to say too much on it because I don't want to get myself in trouble. And I've and I've, I've said what I said on on a couple of posts there. Um, last night but it's just it's just mad you know we, we kept hearing this stuff i've got i've got evidence to prove my innocence and as if when we're everyone's like Wait, well what is it what is it like rather than teasing is just tell us and then it turns out that it was you know he's told the wbc that he eats a lot of eggs and they said that sounds believable so that's literally it that's i don't know what else to say about that but so but i think a question that we all have to ask now is if anyone in the future feels with the same drug that the connor band did do they get a buy ball by just saying i eat a lot of eggs these days um i think you have to you know if you believe one man for saying it why why do you not believe everyone else if that if that comes to it in the future but um yeah, I just don't think a WBC have done themselves any favors this week. Between that and between saying that Tommy Fury and Jake Paul were going to, I think it was originally a top fifteen ranking, but now it said top forty. But even even that, that's you know, that Jake Paul. Who I appreciate what he's doing. He ha- he still hasn't fought a, a boxer yet, um, and, and Tommy Fury has fought. You know, journeyman, as you do at that stage of his career, he's at. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But the, to put either of them in the WBC rankings is a bit mad to me. In, in terms of that fight, because that was my next one that we would get on to. Obviously, you work with BT. You're obviously not in Saudi this week, probably due to daddy duties, I'd imagine. Yeah. But in, in terms of uh, that fight itself, how do you think it goes if you're breaking it down? I see. This is this is the thing. It's it's a. I think it's a hard fight to call. But if you if you put a gun to my head, I, I would say Jake Paul. And I've got the reason. The reason why I say that is like I'm. And I don't want to. You know, I don't have an issue with Tommy Fury or anything. Like that. I just I'm trying to think about it rationally. And and I've watched a few Tommy Fury fights. I've worked on them. And to me, he looks like he's very very heavy set and muscle bound. And I've seen him in four round fights where. He looks to be blown a little bit in the fourth round. So my rationale here is how do you go from blown a little bit? Not he wasn't completely gassed, but I mean it's a four-round fight. Showing any sign of blown in a four-round fight against guys that aren't competitive with you, because you're meant to beat them up at that stage of your career, that's fine. But going from that to jumping to an eight-rounder in your first competitive fight. Just seems like like a lot to me, you know. And there's got to be so much pressure on the kids as well. Like, you know, what his dad has said, um, the pressure he put on himself with some of his statements. What what Tyson has said as well. And I know probably Tyson stuff's a bit tongue in cheek, but um, 
no, that's that's another thing. He's he's never had to deal with this sort of pressure before. So um, look, I'm I'm unsure who wins the fight, but again, like I said, gun to my head, I I would say Jake Jake Paul on points. But what's really interesting is that I've never seen a draw as low as twelve to one ever. Uh, I've never seen a draw under is, yeah. twelve to one in some places. I've never seen a draw under twenty five to one. It's normally thirty three, isn't it? Um, so twelve to one for a draw. Um, maybe that's where you put your money. I don't know. In in terms of this, though, I seen your tweet yesterday, and before Jake Paul replied to it, I was thinking about your tweet, and it's so true. Everyone wants to watch this. Forget about if you like boxing, if you don't like boxing. The people who really like boxing secretly want to watch it too. Yeah, because they're, they're not I, admitting it. I I I know I know, and that's the thing. I'm I'm I am admitting it now. Previously. And I was being honest then when I was saying it's you know it's all a joke this stuff, but I think that I think that yeah it's I'm I'm interested in it. I'm going to be honest. Like I want to watch the fight and and see who wins it. Um, I done a tweet about my daughter like asked can she watch the fight and obviously it's a decent time. So going to school on a Monday it's a Sunday and she's going to school, but so we're going to let her stay up and watch it. Um, Christine who was a boxing fan before I met her and then as she got to know the game and, and know the politics involved literally hated it and hated everything about it um she wants to watch the fight um and I said something about grannies in in the street talking to me and um one of my mates got in touch with me and um kind of laughed about that and saying I'm bullshitting. I, I'm I'm genuine. Like I'm I'm not talking about like just approach me in the streets, but people when I'm walking around Belfast, people know me as the boxer. So I mean I go into a spa or somewhere or a shop, give them spa a plug there, go into a spa and um the wee woman behind the counter's asking me about it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So there's definitely a a, a massive appeal for this fight. And and I think because of the time that it's at and on BT Sport pay per view, I think, I think it may do pretty big numbers. Like people are going to be surprised by the amount of people that want to watch this, and people who have never paid for a pay per view before in their lives probably. There's another one of these kind of influential shows on this weekend on Saturday night where Floyd Mayweather makes his UK debut against Aaron from Geordie Shore. What do you make of that? Because that's kind of like on the flip. It, it is the same type of thing, but it is an ex- exhibition at the end of the. Yeah, well, that, that's all it is. It's an exhibition. I don't, I don't see an issue with Floyd Mayweather doing that. If people, it gives people a chance to, you know, he's traveling around the world doing these exhibitions with well-known people from the country that he's fighting in, and um, it gives people the chance, although it's an exhibition, to see uh, a great um, with their own eyes, where, where otherwise they may not have been able to do that. So that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's nothing else. It's an exhibition fight, and you know. Each their own, really. Moving on to another big BT show, Joyce Sang in April. We've seen Michaela Mayer added to the card. That's a massive event in itself for, for Joe Joyce. How do you think that one goes? Because Sang's no pushover. No, Sang isn't. There's no pushover. He's a, he's a tough fighter, big, big man, maybe bigger than Joe, I'm not sure. But um, is. is he a little bit bigger? Yeah. I think he is a wee bit bigger. Which yeah. doesn't, he hasn't had the face too often, but. I think it's going to be a great fight because they're similar sort of styles like, and, and they, they fight the same. They take a wee bit of punishment to try and land their own. But I just think it's going to be hard for anybody to defeat Joe Joyce. But I, I, I want to give Joe a lot of credit. He could have picked an easier 
an easier fight while he's waiting. Obviously, he's he's waiting on the result of Fury and Usyk if that ever comes off, and and maybe an AJ fight that, uh, and fight the AJ or Wilder. He's looking at them sort of big names, but in the meantime, while I can't be made, he's he's fighting good opposition. Um, you know, he's done it with Parker as well. Um, I think you have to give give Big Joe a lot of credit for that. Who would you like to see him face next? Because you, you've mentioned maybe the winner of Fury, you said maybe the winner of Joshua um, Franklin. Do you think that Joe Joyce genuinely has a, a chance of beating the likes of Fury or Usyk? Or would you like to see him maybe in there with AJ next? Oh, he's a chance of beating them all. I, I, really, I really believe that. I, I, you know, he's, he's probably, I don't have him as a favourite in a Fury fight, but he could, he could beat the rest of them. Um, and and he, I'm I'm including Usyk in that, and and we you know we look at how he fought Usyk in the in the Super Series, um, and it was over five rounds, and Usyk won the fight, but Joe was coming on strong in the fourth and fifth round, and that's his game. Like you know, it, it would be, I imagine if he fought someone like Usyk, it would be like a fight of two halves where Usyk controls the first, and then Joe starts to come on with his strength and his size, but. Um, he he has a chance against them all. He's just, you know, he. I've seen him eat humongous shots. I haven't seen him affected by one yet. Um, so I, that's got to be disheartening for someone who's who's landing what they think is a, well, it's a shot that would maybe feel like on your hand that it's it knocks other people out, but Joe just shakes it off and and hits you with a jab straight after it. What do you make of AJ Franklin next? Obviously, AJ's kind of reinvented himself now, so to speak, because he's over in America. He's doing things differently. Do you think that's a good move for AJ? I, I think it is a good move. I think it probably should have came sooner um, to get out to the States. And although he's a, he's a global name, um, in the UK, though, I don't imagine AJ can go anywhere without getting hounded. But if he's out in Texas now, Training, I imagine he can he can live a pretty regular life. Um, and I think that's important, you know. Keeping just just being occupied by boxing and not having other things take over your time, and and that was one of the reasons why I I went into camp like just to focus on fights. But it seems to like AJ always had other obligations and media stuff to do, um, which you understand too because you know. He's a, a commercial dream for anybody, but that can all impact on on preparation for a fight. So, um, I I think he made he's made the right move to go out to the states, um, and he probably should have done it a number of years ago, if I'm being honest. But um, no time like the present, and hopefully it's a hopefully it works out for him. Before I let you go, I do want to get your your thoughts on one more thing: the Josh Taylor Jack Catterall situation. Obviously, you're you're close with both guys, so you kind of stay in the middle on that neutral, so to speak. But really, the whole situation, I feel sorry for Jack Catterall personally because I think he deserved that rematch more than anything. And he's, yeah. it looks as if he's not going to get it anytime soon. What do you make of the whole situation? Again, it's just, a, again, another bit of a mess. I, I, I feel sorry for Jack, but I, I also have a, a degree of sympathy for Josh and it looks like Josh going to fight Lopez now and, and the Jack fights off the table after they talked about it. But I think you got to look to the WBO for that. Like, why have they why have they allowed 
I imagine they've been influenced by top rank. It's too, you know, top rank have the winner, whoever wins that fight, because of Lopez and Taylor are both with top rank. Um, so they'll be happy with that. They may have influenced the WBO a little bit, but I think that's who you really need to be pointing the fingers at. Why have the WBO allowed this to happen? Why have they not just allowed Jack Carroll to, to have the rematch? And I don't think Josh is running from Jack. On, 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 like, I genuinely don't believe that. Um, I know the type of character he is. He's brave and, and he's fight anyone. Look, he's going to fight Tatiana Lopez, it looks like. It's not as if he's fighting a mug. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a degree of sympathy for both guys in this whole situation. Um, but but Jack, you know, I, I, it's, uh, it's gotten for, for the fella. Um, he, should have, he should have got his chance um, for a rematch. I think Josh, it, even, like the rematch for Josh would have. Like, it would have just kind of settled things down and hopefully would have got a fair result and then that's it. You know, it's dead and buried in the water. And, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a bit of a mess. But, again, I, I'd be pointing fingers at the, at the WBO rather than any of the two fighters. How do you think Josh Taylor gets on against TFMO Lopez? Um, I think he beats him. I think that TFMO Lopez is a good fighter, but... Um, Joe, I don't think he's he's looked as good since he's come up the light welterweight, uh, and that's what happens. That's what weight divisions are for, isn't it? And his his best weight seemed to be lightweight, and he had that win over Lomachenko, who albeit was I think he was a little bit injured, um, but it was still a, a an amazing win. Um, he was undisputed at lightweight, wasn't he? Yeah. Lopez, um, quality fighter, but his performances up at up at light welterweight haven't been. Haven't been the same as down at lightweight. Um, I think Josh is a big light welterweight, and if he does the weight well, I think I think his fast hands just allows him to win the fight. That and he's not like Josh isn't. He's a decent knockout ratio, but he's not like I don't think he's that heavy. I no heavy handed single punch or or that strong even, but it's his his accuracy and his timing and his speed is what knocks people over and. Um, I think that that'll be the key against against Lopez. Well, Carl, thanks a million for your time. Really good to pick your brain on some of those fights. And uh, really appreciate it, mate. We'll catch up again soon. Thanks, thanks a million. Man. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.